Fabcasters, this is Arbar with the Drive Time Podcast. Reflections of a sinner in remission. So, this morning, as uh, I started my day with my wife praying for whoever wakes up first, the baby woke up first. Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, six months old, six months old. Oh, shoot, no, seven months old. As of today, holy smokes. So I laid hands on him and I was praying. And what came out this morning was that that he would be, if it's if it's God's will for him to get married one day, for for his heart to be one that is in the light, and that he he allows himself to be a conduit, that he allows himself to be used by God. To love whoever is around him, and if it, if it is God's will for him to be married, I prayed that he would always fall towards his wife, and that he would be the kind of guy that would say, "Lord, let me get out of the way. Would you love my wife through me?" I pray that he wouldn't be deceived about who he is and who he is not. I pray that he wouldn't be deceived about. Who God is and what He is not, but but just to be a warrior, to be someone who allows the truth to penetrate his soul through the scriptures, through the community, the body of Christ, and through the convictions of the Holy Spirit. And and for him not to be some arrogant, pompous dude that walks around and looks at himself in the mirror or um, and, I, and I say that because I got good-looking kids. So I don't want them to get caught up in their image, um, what they look like in front of people, caring more about what people think about them rather than God, but just to be a, a relentless warrior, a, a love warrior, someone who who falls towards people instead of away. And, and at the same time, like I told my son yesterday, a guy that's able to stand up for girls. A guy that will open a door for girls. Like my son, I told him, if you're on the bus and someone's picking on your sister, you you tell him, hey, hey, knock it off. And if he keeps if he keeps pressing the issue, you say, hey, dude, I, I am telling you, I'm going to tell the bus driver. But if you keep doing it after that, I'll let you know. We're... we're the boys are there to protect the girls. The boys are there to serve. Uh, the boys are there to stand up for those who who can't stand up for themselves. The, to be to be strength for those who are are weak. To be a voice for those who have no voice. Anyways, on my soapbox again, because I love I love my kids, and because I love them. I want to teach them the right way to live and it's more than just these cliches of do the right thing it's it's not dude our whole life has to be about getting out of the way so God could be there I'm getting out of the way so that my agenda doesn't get caught up and, and distract um, what God's trying to do in my heart anyways prayer for my my babies Go pray for your babies. Later, Fabcasters. I'm thinking, 
I don't need to react to this. But, but I felt like a reaction coming in. So my six-year-old, I was watching her. And this was amazing because I was watching her watch the four-year-old. And she looks at her, like she looked deep into her eyes. And then she processed whatever it was she processed. And then she put her arm around her and patted her back. And she said, oh, it's okay. You want your mommy? So that, I, was, I was blown away by that. Like she's got a gift. And then I noticed another time, well, so the four-year-old was standing on top of this plastic bin type thing where we store our shoes. And, uh, and she slipped and she fell. She, thank God the thing broke her fall. But, um, and then she landed on her back, but softly. Um, and the first thing to come out of my mouth was, see, I told you you shouldn't have been standing on that thing. Confession, bad parenting right there. But that's the first thing that came out of my mouth. And then what my daughter did, the six-year-old, she ran over to her and she just hugged her. <laughs> she just hugged her. And um, so she hugged her, she embraced her, she goes, oh. And then she ran to the freezer and she, we, we made snowballs when it snowed, when it snowed last month. She got uh, a frozen snowball out of the freezer and she brought it back over and she put it on her head. And I was just totally inspired by my six-year-old in those two instances. I, I mean, she, draw, she did have her moments. But those two instances of empathy in the midst of something shocking was something that inspired me. Um, and so today, one of, the, one of the verses that Pastor Chris brought up was in Romans. I think it was Romans 4 too, but it's, it's God's kindness that brings us back to repentance. And if that's the one passage, I mean, he talked about lamentations and he talked about a lot of things today that were solid spot on, but that's the one thing that just stuck in my heart is that it's God's kindness that brings me back to repentance, brings us back to repentance. And I leaned over to my wife and I said, I, that's what I need right there. I, that's what I want. I want, if I wanted my kids to repent of anything, it, it would be motivated by my kindness. And so that stuck with me. That was an amazing moment of Sunday morning and then had a chance, oh man, also Friday night. How could I forget this? How could I forget this? Had a chance to bring through one of the men in my small group through the steps to freedom in Christ. I know a lot of people have coined, have claimed that term, but, but basically what we did is I had one guy um, come who sat in the seat and another guy who helped me who, who's whose whole thing was to pray. And we, we spent 12 hours in my living room, 12 hours confessing, going through his life and making sure that there, were, there was no un, there was no leaf um, unturned, if that makes sense. We delved into everything. We, we sort of like, a, like what, what people do in an AA program, we make an inventory, we make a list of people that we've been bitter against, that we would resent and to let go of those things, to afie me those things, to let go, to forgive and going through every instance of our life where we've, we've been hurt or we've hurt others and, and just really closing all these doors where the enemy has got into our lives and then caused other things to happen. And, and this guy that sat down with us, I mean, he'd been complaining about rage during, during traffic. And at the very end of this thing, I said, <laughs> and you thought one of your problems was the traffic. <laughs> this had nothing to do with traffic. He said, Man, I just, I didn't know. I, did, I had no idea there was so much bitterness in my life. And he said, honestly, Ryan, I thought I was gonna come in here and ace this thing. Cause we've been, we've been a part of the, the same man's group for, for months and months now. So I've been talking about it. I've been hyping it up and, and he, he, God put it on his heart. He said, I gotta do this, but I'm reluctant. And 
I don't know what this is about, but he trusted us. And at the end he goes, oh my gosh, I'm so sold. <laughs> I'm all in. Other guys need to do this. And so that's, that's what we offer and that's what we do. This is, this is what I was born for. I offered for, to just share the gospel in the midst of a lot of bad news. And, and so we, that's how I spent my, my Friday night. And uh, we started around uh, seven and um, ended at five in the morning. Is that weird? I, I don't know, that's what, however long it takes. And there's several models where guys spread this out over a weekend, like Victory Weekend, what they have in the Philippines, and um, Steps is an eight-week series out, out in uh, Flower Mound, Texas. Um, Beth Moore has these retreats that, she, that he invites women on, and they, and they go through this thing throughout the weekend. Or, but uh, this one, we just sit down, we take off our watches, we take this, the batteries out of our cell phones, and we just go, go, go. And um, so hopefully we'll get that testimony on, on the podcast soon. But uh, for everybody dialing in and, and I mean, uh, listening in on the podcast, if this is something you're interested in, we got people uh, trained up all over the country. I got guys on the, in California that are, that are standing by, guys or gals, waiting to take people through the steps of freedom in Christ. We got people in, in, uh, in uh, North Carolina. We got people in uh, New England. We got people in, uh, in Central California. Well, not Central, but the North Bay. And got people everywhere. So if you're interested in this, just, just reach out. Reach out or, or talk, to your, talk to your local pastor to see if there's a program like this where you just, hey, is there anything where you, you can sit down with us and then just go through our life and make sure that we've forgiven everybody? Something like that. So that, that is the weekend update, Fabcasters. I hope you had a great weekend as well. You're probably right now watching the Super Bowl, and that's okay. Make sure uh, keep your eyes open for opportunities to connect celebration and mourning with the story of the gospel of Jesus Christ. All right, Fabcasters, I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out.